Hello, hello, hello. And you're listening to... Join me, Emily. Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is a super squad of three friends, Jennifer, Bobby, and Emily. And here at Dream Infringement, we like to tell stories and play music based on a weekly theme. So. That is true. Yeah. And you're catching me right at the tail end of my uh, workout. So you're oh. getting you're getting some some energy from me. Wow. Yeah, I go straight from I I run 14 miles and then I just go straight to the studio and just like start saying words into the microphone. <laughs> you are you're very extreme. I am extreme. I'm extreme with two X's. Oh wow. And somewhere in there there's also a Z. Like 90s <laughs> extreme. 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 Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> So, tonight is a very special night in that it's not special because Jennifer's not here. But at the same time, it's special in a different way because you're getting just Emily and Bobby. And when Emily and Bobby are on the radio for our show, uh, Emily and Bobby talk about each other in third person. That happens. (laughs) (laughs) and uh in addition to that something that maybe has escaped you if you're a new listener you might be like thinking wow these two they have some serious chemistry going on there's a there's a real like a ross and rachel thing happening yeah yeah or um i can't think of any other steve urkel and laura I guess. Laura hated Steve Urkel, though. Yeah. But they ended up together in the end, I think. That's true. So. I mean, that's still chemistry. Yeah, you, you can't argue with that kind of chemistry. But maybe you're wondering, these two should get married. Well, you're a little too late in that suggestion because we have gotten married. I love that our imaginary listeners jumped from they have chemistry to they should get married. Well, if you didn't know... I have actually seen the numbers of different kinds of listeners that listen to us. And there's actually a mm -hmm. small percentage of listeners that enjoy matchmaking as a pastime. Okay. Yeah, so so they're definitely thinking these two should get together. And uh, yeah, so we're not just co-hosts on the radio, but we're co-hosts in life. And some might say that getting married is the ultimate duet. Some might say that. Would you say that, Emily? I would. I I might. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I we, might say that. It's like we liked each other so much, we decided we wanted to sing together in this thing called life. And so that's what we're going to do for you tonight. Yes, we're... Go- <clears throat> Let's, let me get a drink of water. We're going to sing to you. I'm just kidding. We're for not. For the next <laughs> 57 minutes. You get nothing but Emily and I singing. No, we're not going to sing for you because... Although that may be really good radio content, um, something even better is going to be that we put together a playlist of duets. That's right. Let's let the professional duetters duet duet. for us. Yeah. What if it's three people? That's a truet. (laughs) That's a truet. Is that just a trio? No, it's it's a a truet. A truet? Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Okay. 
Are you done looking it up? No, I didn't look it up. If you did just look it up, you will discover that I was 100% wrong. (laughs) And that's the kind of content that you sign up for when you dial in to KSKQ at 7 p.m. on a Monday night. I think it's... 6 o'clock? 6 p.m., yeah. <laughs> for some reason, we've done this show for years now, like yeah. more than a couple years, and for some reason... We still sometimes... I still cannot grasp the time of our show. It doesn't matter. Who cares when I mean, our... Yeah. You know, that's that's the kind of, you know, that's the kind of thing that we do. Yeah. <laughs> We sometimes kind of thing we, do all we the could time. sometimes say the wrong thing, and that's okay because we're flesh and blood. We're human beings. We're not just some radio DJ that gets paid a salary, whether he's, you know, or she is creating good content or not, you know. And then if they don't create good content, then you know the the program director comes in and says, "I'm sorry, but we're going to have to let you go. We're going to have to hire." Uh, a younger, hipper radio DJ. Better looking. Yeah, or we're just going to plug in Radio DJ 5000, and he's going to start spinning records. The the robot. Yeah. We're not robots. We are human beings, imperfect human beings. I forgot how we got on this tangent. Um, it's just a tangent every once in a while that I like to touch on. Okay. Yeah, about us being human. Okay. So we've touched on the tangent. We have. Now, without much of further ado about nothing, we are going to play you the first duet of our playlist. That's right. What so, do we have, Bobby? Um, It's going to be it's a... It's Bobby's Choice. It's Bobby's What's Choice. What's our first duet? It's going to be a good one in that it's the first one on our list. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, it's by a little duo... By the name of Sonny and Cher. Ooh. Emily, what can you tell us about Sonny and Cher? Um, I know that, uh, I know they had a child together. Mm-hmm. At least one. At least one. And I know that, he, didn't he die in a skiing accident? Sonny did, yeah. Yeah. He, he ran into a tree. It was Not the very, child, I'm sorry. Not the, the child. The, Sonny, Sonny, the father. the father. Yeah. That was really tragic. Um... They had already been divorced by that time, so I don't believe they were together. And um, I'm familiar with this particular song because the first time that I became aware of it, it was actually referenced on The Simpsons. Mm. When the Simpson children get taken away from their parents because of like parental uh, negligence, and then they have to live with the Flanders. Oh boy! Yeah, and and I'm gonna just give I'm gonna give you a little taste of what the Flanders, uh, you know, Ned and and his wife sing to the Simpson kids before they go to bed. It's really great, and so because every time I hear this song, I think of those lyrics. So, they say they say, they say your folks can't pay the rent, so we're watching you by act of government. Yes, I know the allegations are true. But you've got us, and baby, we've got you, babe. We've got you, babe. So, didn't every... they sing that to Maggie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they were, it was very sad. Yeah, but that it's was a sad. it's a great, great uh, you know change of pace for the song. So here's the original, "I Got You, Babe" by Sonny and Cher. You got me, baby, I got you. 
Emily, I have some news for you. Lay it on me. It is winter. Oh, yes. Is it officially winter? I certainly hope so. <laughs> I Every once in a while, I'll say like, oh, oh, it's so cold. I hate winter. And someone's um, like, it's not winter yet. They're like, technically, it's winter. And they all talk like that. Technically, it's winter on the state. <laughs> but I mean, we're already in December. I'm hearing like Christmas music on the soft rocks radio stations already. Oh my goodness. Wait a second. Is it not winter yet? It's still, it's not winter yet. Oh wait, the winter, (laughs) the winter solstice starts on December 21st, but I don't know if that means. Does that mean it's technically not winter? Okay. Yeah. For another few weeks. Yeah. Winter starts on December 21st. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. So next time, next time you hear an impressionable millennial bring up oh i hate winter i it's it's i can't wait for for spring you can be the one who says actually it's not technically winter until the 21st of december so yeah i feel like winter in my heart starts uh the day we turn the clocks back it's It's like that's it it's winter now you're you're depressed and (laughs) It's dark. Yes. And and you're not getting the vitamin D that you should be getting. You've been cut off. You've been cut off. You've had enough. <laughs> You've had enough. Um yeah, so so it's winter and we're all finding ways to stay warm during winter and to still continue to do the kinds of active activities that we had grown accustomed to in the summertime. Um, you know, like exercising indoors or, uh, I don't know what else. You're real exercise heavy tonight. I am. Well, I got, you just got, do a work- I got done with workouts. So I got, I'm like, I'm, I got the gym rat brain still. One, one workout and now that's you're, it. I'm that's done. all you can talk I'm about. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> or, uh, Sylvester Stallone, if you will. So, uh, anyways, yeah, that it's winter and, and during winter, one of my favorite pastimes is eating comfort food. Ah, yes. Yes. And one of those types of comfort foods is uh, Korean. Mm-hmm. I really like Korean food. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but my first, my first comfort food love was fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, you got to love fried chicken. Yeah, you have to. Savory, crunchy, you know, hot yeah i'm sure even vegan people find a way to enjoy something (laughs) similar to fried chicken yeah i would love to i'm curious to know how like what they do what a vegan uh recipe might be that would resemble fried chicken i think i know you do is it cauliflower no no they take um well not all of them probably it's like they, does it look like a fried chicken you bite into it it's so just rice apparently there's a way to make um like gluten real glutinous and mm. you can shred it or bread it and fry it and apparently oh. it tastes like chicken or has a similar texture um but my question is what are the people who are allergic to gluten doing yes they're i mean i guess they're on their own yeah, if you are, 
if you are vegan and you're allergic to gluten, then... No fried chicken for No fried chicken for you. But maybe you're listening and you are allergic to gluten and you are vegan and you're like, Bobby and Emily, you couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, tell us your recipes. Yes, we would love to know. We would love to know. And you can contact us through Instagram or Facebook or just type in Dream Infringement, D-R-E-A-M-I-N-F-R-I-N-G-E-M-E-N-T. Find us. Yeah, you'll find us. Find us. Or we will find you. We, it's possible we'll find you. We may find you. This is Community Radio, and we are a part of the community. Emily, you got a fact about Kenny Rogers? I do. Do you guys listening and you, Bobby, next to me, mm-hmm. remember <laughs> Kenny Rogers Roasters? Uh, made famous by, well, actually, probably not made famous, um, referenced on Seinfeld. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Kramer. Oh, I think it was made famous by Kenny Rogers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, that's why I bit my tongue, <laughs> and it hurt because because yeah, you've that been was working out. I've been working my jaw out, man. Those <laughs> jaw exercises. I'm a real meathead. I'm a real meathead. So, anyways, Kenny Rogers, yes. Yeah. So he um he had a a food chain. A chicken and like mashed potato Ugh. and corn food chain. Where is and it the was nearest? Delicious. Is it still existing? So apparently, all of the Kenny Rogers roasters <laughs> um, went bankrupt in 1998, oh no. which is really sad. And then I think the last one closed its doors in the United States. It closed its doors in 2011. However, what I was gonna say? Did we not give them give them enough love? I would have if I know. Oh yeah, I know. I, I would have know. really made my parents go there extra. I didn't know extra times. <laughs> okay, in Asia, there are over, there are around four hundred locations. Emily, hit me again with that that stat. <laughs> four hundred locations in Asia. Holy cow! Um, so. They're they're in the Philippines, Indonesia, oh, India, man. Thailand, and oh. others, other countries in Asia. So um, they thrive. These Kenny Rogers roasters thrive. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. They live on. The they name live lives on. on. So I think that if this pandemic ever calms down, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, uh... our next. Our next uh, big vacation will be a tour to Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah, that's why we'll go to Asia, just for the Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> We're not here to see anything else. No, nope. We just Mm-mm. really need some Kenny Rogers yep. Roasters. Yep, that's it. That's it. Well, t- true to the, to the American tourist, you know, style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Put some extra ranch on mine, please. Actually, that's probably why they're thriving is everyone from america is going to asia and they're like what fried chicken i gotta taste this I don't think that's why everyone why it's they're us thriving. americans no i'm pretty no. sure it's not all no. right well well anyway and um kenny rogers he didn't just come up with a delicious no uh franchise yeah he, he was al- a he was a musician he, first he was he was as delicious as as finger licking good as his fried chicken was, his music was equally finger licking good. 
Don't, yeah. I was trying to think of a way to make it work for your ears. No. But it, does, it doesn't. <laughs> not, let's not go there. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I crossed a line. You'd cross. You would have found more lines to cross. <laughs> I didn't cross any lines. Let's just go to the song. Yeah. So we got a song, another duet by an absolute beautiful human being, Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. And Kenny Rogers. Mm -hmm. So you have two people who've contributed so much, not just to country music, but really to society. Yeah. Okay. So here is Islands in the Stream by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Islands in the stream, that is what we are. No one in between. Emily, what is your favorite rom-com? Well, it's hard for me to say because <laughs> we were just talking about one and uh, now that's the sorry. only thing I can think of. And while I do enjoy it, I don't know that it's my favorite. Well, let's talk. Oh, my favorite. Is, um, let's talk is about Moonstruck a rom-com? Moonstruck. I mean, it's, it's romantic. It's a romance. It's a romance. And it's comedic. That's true. Rom-com, I think that's the only... they ha There has to be like a meet-cute. There's kind of a, <laughs> a meet-cute. Yeah. Kind yeah, of. It's, it's charming. It's I a, don't know. I just really love that movie. Yeah. I, well, okay. Are you going to just say Moonstruck if I ask you like every genre? Emily, what's your favorite horror movie? <laughs> Moonstruck. <laughs> Sci-fi? Moonstruck. <laughs> Maybe you're like Emily and you just don't want to give me a straight answer. Uh, but or I'm... all your answers are the same answer. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, that's a really hard question to answer rom-coms because they're all kind of... Like, none of them are particularly like these, these like odes to film. Like these beautiful, you know, spectacles of like creativity that's true they just kind of like have the same like of course everyone's like oh when harry met sally it's so you great you know i've never even seen that movie yeah well you know that's of course like in the top of the oh, list sleepless is... in seattle yeah every tom hanks all the movie. tom hanks and Meg ryan <laughs> movies all the tom hanks movies really no he's forrest gump that's not a rom-com oh yeah no that's definitely a rom-com <laughs> definitely it? a rom-com Ugh. What's that one where he gets like his boat boat gets like taken over by Somali pirates? Oh, not Castaway. Uh, it was Captain a different one. Something. Yeah, I never saw that either. That's a rom com. Yeah, the ending. You gotta wait till the end. At the, at the end of the credits, there's a little scene. In the words, it of, all ties it in. <laughs> in the words of uh, what was his name? Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a different possible rom-com in Princess Bride. Oh, in the words of Princess Bride. But it wasn't the Wesley. Bride. No, the uh, Spaniard. Andre the Giant. Oh, the Spaniard. What's his Inigo name? Inigo Montoya. Patinkin. Okay. In Princess Bride. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> That's true. All of that build up for that. I have exploded the word rom-com into, into oblivion. It should mean nothing to you now. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to like break down 
the concepts that society has created for us and in a way has kind of corralled us into this like corner, we're, we're exploding that and we're redefining what words like rom-com mean, okay? Yeah. So next time you watch Jurassic Park or Fast and the Furious 4, look at it through the lens of, uh, look at it through the, through the you know, the, the, the rose-colored glasses of rom-com. Yeah, maybe this is a love story. Maybe the dinosaurs are just trying to find love in all the wrong places. Maybe, and maybe Vin Diesel and The Rock are you know like experiencing like bro love you know i don't know i can't speak to that who knows so anyways um yeah so rom-coms different kinds of rom-coms what does rom-com mean it doesn't matter at this point but one romantic comedy that emily and i have watched and enjoyed true yeah is a movie starring Drew Barrymore and wait for it I know you're going through your Rolodex of uh, rom-com starring Drew Barrymore Hugh Grant okay what's that movie called Emily I believe it's called music and lyrics yes music and lyrics and um there's a song that yeah Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant they write together Mm mm-hmm that's what the, the whole movie. the whole movie's about them writing this song together. Yeah, he's like a washed up pop star from the eighties and, she, and she's he, like uh yeah. He um has an opportunity to kind of come back and but he's having like a creative writer's mm-hmm. block. Yeah. And then he meets this quirky lady. And Drew Barrymore is literally playing drew barrymore oh yeah she's just herself does she ever play any anyone else i think they call her drew barrymore in the movie <laughs> they're like drew barrymore you just go on set and oh, you do what you, you do you just do you, you drew do- <laughs> yeah. so um that's you know that's the the gist of it it's, it's a cute movie it's very cute so here's the cute here's the cute song from the cute movie by two cute individuals Mm -hmm. uh not drew barrymore she may have not had the pipes to like do this you know she didn't like pull a joaquin phoenix and like perform all of her songs um i didn't know he did that yeah she she did she got tammy to do it tammy terrell no that's something someone different She it's a got, different duet. <laughs> different duet. Shh, don't spoil the other duets, Bobby. She got Haley Bennett to do it. Haley, good old Haley Bennett. Yeah, and so here's here's Hugh Grant and Haley Bennett from the movie Music and Lyrics. Here's the song Way Back Into Love. But you can imagine it's Drew Barrymore. Yeah, just, just picture her pretend, and Hugh Grant. Pretend, pretend, just don't. Yeah, yeah, just pretend. Shh, it'll be our secret. Well, Bobby and I uh, remembered during the song break why it's not Drew Barrymore singing and why it, it might be difficult to imagine that voice mm-hmm. coming from Drew Barrymore. Because true to the rom-com experience, as soon as you finish watching a rom-com, 
you completely forget about the plot That's what it right. what it's about why you even liked it in the first place what even made you put the dvd in the dvd player that's yeah. right that's how long ago we watched it right yeah. so if you're interested in knowing it's because hugh grant performs this song with a uh famous pop star in the world of the movie they're living in should we have said spoiler alert <laughs> who's gonna i don't care if you haven't seen this movie from like 2003 yet <laughs> Then I'd hardly consider this a spoiler alert. You know what? If <laughs> shame Emily... on you. <laughs> shame on... Oh, oh boy. Now she's shaming the listeners. Um, if I, I would argue that even though that bit of information is something that you've just revealed about the movie plot, mm-hmm. that the movie is still enjoyable. Well, yeah, because that's not... That isn't the whole point of the movie. You no. might think that's the point of the no, movie. not at all. That's not the point of the movie. No. Also, I would just like to give a special shout out to drew barrymore in that movie and the scarves the nest the unnecessary scarves she was wearing that was a style back then and um women were just wearing um scarves all the time fashionable fashion scarves not during the winter just um, just for the fall it was just for fun it was just like a piece of fabric wrapped around your neck um as an accessory that's and they don't do that anymore i i don't I yeah. don't see it often. And if you're wearing a scarf just for looks that has no actual, um, like, warming factor to it, uh, keep doing what you're doing. You just might bring it back. I don't see how it's possible for them to not have a warming factor. I think we were all just what if it's silk? suffering. What if it's a silk scarf? It's, I still think that... Is that a breathable fabric? I don't know. I've never been rich enough to own silk. And I don't know that I can get behind the ethics of silk. Really? Yeah. Because they make the worms work real hard, right? I I think that it, I think they die. I'm pretty sure the worms might die. That's really sad. Do you have to be rich to own silk? I'm not entirely sure. I think so. Emily, we live in the 22nd century. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, Bobby. Times have changed. All I know is I'd like to You're not living under the Queen's reign anymore, Emily. We're not. Yeah, we're not. There's no fear of us, like, getting the plague or, you know. But how will I ever afford my silk stockings? (laughs) We can taste sugar anytime we want. Anytime we want. All right. Well. So that sets the record straight. Just, yeah. It does, and it might have... Uh, muddied the waters on some other records it's possible it's possible uh so yeah we're gonna um we're gonna hit you with another song we are we're actually we're not going to hit you with it we're going to feed it to your ears so <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> pull up a seat at, Gently? The, at the audio dinner table because we got a nice banquet prepared for you. That's right. For, and it, for your ears. And any kind of um, food <laughs> diet you might be on, there's something for you. You <clears throat> vegan, we got something for you. You only eat meat. <laughs> yeah. We probably have something for you. Yeah. Are you just drinking that weird like cayenne pepper, uh, lemon juice? And what else was in it? Maple syrup uh, fasting diet that they did in like 2006. We got something for you. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So uh, 
in the light of these uh, these times that we live in, these and, unprecedented times, yeah, and and just how uh, much of a struggle it can be to just get through the day. Remember that we all have each other as a community, and we all can be there for each other. And so this is for all of you out there listening who maybe feel alone, but remember you're not alone because we're all here for you. We are, and. Behind that mask in line at the grocery store, I just want to let you know I'm smiling. Um, and if I could do more with my face uh, that wasn't creepy, I would. Like, winking doesn't fly in society these days. If I got a wink from across a room in a public place like at the grocery store, that would creep me out. Especially if someone's wearing a mask. Because <laughs> yes. you have no idea what's happening. So just take my word for it. I'm smiling behind the mask, and I'm see, I'm humming this song, and that song is uh, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. There she is. <laughs> That song always reminds me of that movie that I can't remember the name of. Is it with Julia Roberts? Yes, and Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Mm -hmm. And she, like, Susan Sarandon has, like, a a terminal illness, right? She does. And also, Julia Roberts is, like, the woman that her, (sighs) that Susan Sarandon's husband left her for mm-hmm. yeah susan sarandon's husband mm-hmm. got with julia roberts and left susan sarandon and they had a couple kids and then the kids uh hate julia roberts yeah because she's you know the stepmom oh is it called stepmom i think it was called stepmom yeah <laughs> yeah it's called stepmom wow we, fa- we found our way we found our way back into love <laughs> and our minds <laughs> So, yeah. I remember there's like, doesn't someone like do a, there's like a crazy string that they follow and then the ring goes onto the finger. Yeah, that's right. If you haven't seen the movie, you have no idea what I'm talking about and it's meaningless to you what I just said. Again, I feel like we've, time has passed. So much time has passed since that movie came out. You should have seen Stepmom if you did not. All right. Here's your homework, Dream Infringers. Go home if you're not home. Yeah, if you're not home, go home. Fin- wait, finish listening to this show first. Yes. Then go home. Yeah. Then watch. Make yourself a snack like some cereal. Yeah. Oh, also, this is not a call to action. Nope, not at all. This is just a suggestion. This is just homework. For so, yeah, for anyone who might be interested in doing some dream infringement homework. Get yourself any any way you can. <laughs> get yourself the movie, music and lyrics. Music and lyrics. And then get yourself Stepmom. Stepmom. And also and then also rent Moonstruck because Moon, Moonstruck because I'm sorry, that I'm it's befuddling to me that that anyone has not seen and enjoyed this piece of cinematic art 
Yeah. Moonstruck. Then mm-hmm. figure out how much it would cost to send a family of four to Thailand <laughs> so they can eat Kenny Rogers roasters. Yes. That family is us. We're that family. So anyways, um, we're going to play another song. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's by uh, two giants of, uh, you know, pop music, really. Yeah. And rock music and all the genres. To... Because Bobby's just lumping all genres together tonight. Yep, they're all, the... none of it matters. Genre schmanra, if you know what I mean. Here is Under Pressure by Queen and Mr. David Bowie. So our next song that we're going to play has caused me to assess my own mortality and what I've done with my life because I'm almost 35 years old, okay? And the next song is a hit uh, made famous by Sir Elton John, Sir Elton John, and another artist by the name of, let's see, Kiki D. Kiki D and Sir Elton John. When Elton John may produced this song, okay, he was 29 years old. He was 29 years old and he had the voice of an angel at 29 years old. Okay? What did I do at 29? I don't know, I can't remember. Yeah, I think I think I might have been pregnant. Yes, we were raising children. That's right. Yeah. Some would say that's the greatest masterpiece, you know, to have children and, and raise them. Yeah, not a not a hit song. Hit after hit after hit. Yeah, that's true. You can't have as many babies as Elton John has had hits. That's, <laughs> and that's a fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. Don't try to compete with Elton John's hits by having children. Right. If you're in some sort of strange competition. With Sir Elton John? (laughs) Yeah. And you're trying to match children to songs. Yeah. And if he he were to catch wind of it, I guarantee you, Elton John, he would hit it even harder and be coming out with even more hits. He, he's still coming out with hits even yeah, now. Yeah, I know. And he's not oh even trying. He's not even competing. We need to get off this very strange rant also it's because it's the end of our show. It is. We're almost we're almost at the end. And um, we're just going to take this moment to thank you listeners for just doing what listeners do, which is listen. Yeah. That's our rice. It's almost done. This is b- being produced at home. And um, and we're making rice. Yeah, we're making rice. We like eating rice, you know. Yeah. So, so where were we? Just Say a, goodbye. Yeah, and just as done as our rice is, so is this show. <laughs> That's right. Listeners, don't go breaking our hearts. Please. <laughs> Please don't. So just, and you can not break our hearts um, just by listening, continuing to listen to us. 
Uh, stay tuned because there's some great, uh, some great community radio following us. Great music, as usual, and uh, you can tune in next week at 6 p.m. on a Monday night and listen to some brand new content made by yours truly, me, Emily, and Jennifer. That's right. All right. So this is Dream Infringement signing off. Have a good night, folks. We love you. Bye. Bye, Miriam.